Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome to the show, everyone. This is Joyce Bender with Disability Matters. So great to have all of you. First, my shout out to Yoshiko Dart. Everyone knows I do this every show. Why? I love Yoshiko. She's a great disability leader. But several years ago, we lost Justin Dart, her husband, who without question is known internationally for his work. And you know what? 2020 is the 30th anniversary of the signing of the ADA, so we have to remember our history, and he certainly was a major part of that history. Also, thank you, Highmark, our lead sponsor for the past three years. Highmark is a great insurance company. They have an unbelievable commitment to the employment of people with disabilities. Thank you, Highmark, for standing behind me. And AudioEye, another supporter of ours with this great software product for digital accessibility. And last but not least... We have 17 countries that listen to the show, and I'm sorry to tell our guest from Australia that Ireland is in first place. Biggest <laughs> listening audience is Ireland. Australia is quite a way behind uh, behind Ireland. You're just going to have to get it going on there in Australia, Mr. Wong. Uh, but sure. thank you to all of our listeners and thank you, all of you in Ireland, for everything you're doing. Well, I am very excited about the show today because, as you all know, I'm a woman living with epilepsy. My life's crusade has been working with corporations to recruit people with disabilities for them in IT engineering fields such as that. And we have our great software product, iDisability, training companies how to work with and communicate to people with disabilities. And all of this, all of this was a result of a seizure in 1985 when I found out that my prior fainting spells were seizures, and that I was living with epilepsy. Imagine everything in my life changed after that one evening, and now here we are with a guest that has a product that certainly I can relate to as I'm a woman living with epilepsy, and Mr. Wong, it is just a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for being with us today. But for our listeners throughout the world, let's start by telling everyone what Control Bionics is. Thanks, Joyce. Thanks for the opportunity to, to, to be on your program today. It's a real honor. Um, Control Bionics is a, an Australian-based company um, that operates both in, this, in, in Australia and the United States at this, at this point, and we create communication devices um, for people with severe disabilities, for people who really can't speak or can't move. And as opposed to traditional-type um, communication devices, our device um, operates on um, signals that are sent from just about any muscle um, on the body that we can get a volitional signal through, measured in the millionth of volts. And so, just so my listeners understand... People will say cerebral palsy. People with cerebral palsy for years <clears throat> have used augmentative communication or a speech device for them, and you're saying this is an alternative to that. Am I right? Yeah, it's both both an alternative and, and a way to augment um, traditional um, eye control type, uh, type, um, type equipment because our device is, is able to signal um, from the muscles in the body um, as opposed to just being relied on with eyes. You know, before we get going further, I didn't ask you about you. So... No. Mr. Wong, so, what is your what is your background? Um, how, so, how did you get involved in this? 
Yeah, so our founder, um, Peter Ford, um, who really had the original vision about the product when he said, you know, we should really be able to communicate and had such a great um, feeling for people who had severe disabilities. He was a a CNN anchor um, in the 80s and saw many, uh, many stories where returned veterans um, and a whole range of other people with disabilities were, were struggling to communicate. And his vision was... Um, there are still signals coming out of the base of the spine. Why can't we turn those into communication? And uh, he started a company called Control Bionics and um, began working on the technology to be able to pick up very minute signals and translate those into signals that could be sent to a computer, which we do today. And um, Peter asked me, as a, I was a management consultant, and Peter asked me to come and have a look at his business one day and um, to consult on, you know, how the business could grow. And um, I absolutely fell in love with his vision for, you know, what we could do for people who had severe disabilities and the opportunities of our technology to really augment and enhance people's lives. Um, and when Peter turned around and said, that's a great report you have, Rob, for our business, but how would you like to implement it? And it was a very short discussion with my wife to say, I think this is a global opportunity and uh, it would be a really wonderful thing to take this technology to people who need it. And, and you were saying you were a management consultant before that. Yep. Uh, Mr. Yep. Wong, you, you grew up in Australia, I assume? Yeah, so, so I grew up in Australia. Peter is an Australian even though he spent a lot of his working early working career in the United States and we met um, uh, around about 2016 and we started doing some work on the business. But um, as I said, I was asked to consult about how the business could grow, um, which is sort of my experience, and absolutely fell in love with you know a, a, a business that is doing so much for people. A lot of the businesses you get to work on um, as a management consultant are, um, don't have anywhere near the impact, the personal impact that you can have when when this technology you know enables people. And we have technology where. Um, you know, we've allowed a schoolboy to was taking an hour and a half to answer his school questions in the in the afternoon, and with our technology, he's been able to cut that time to fifteen minutes. So, when you can start to do those sorts of things for people, um, it's truly life changing. And and it is because uh, through the years, people I've known uh, that needed a communication device. It's a horrible thing to realize that prior to all of this technology, even at the most rudimentary levels, that it was a terrible thing to think of someone living in a prison, you know, being unable to communicate and yet being, you know, intelligent. Every time I think about that, I I just think how wonderful technology is that you know that barrier has been brought down absolutely um, absolutely and we, we certainly particularly with conditions like ALS and quadriplegia which we service you know quite a lot um, you've got a fully active brain with a body that's unfortunately shutting down and um, the ability to be able to keep that person communicating and engaging with with their family is is truly an honor well, I remember Peter Ford very well wow. from CNN. Yes, I do. Um, and so his personal reason was just seeing what people was going through. Is that what you mean? Yes. I mean, he was he was involved with CNN when there was a 24-hour news cycle um, and obviously seeing a range of different people with different stories and different conditions and certainly was inspired during that time. He's actually a, a computer scientist. Um, in, by background, but he was doing technology reporting for CNN. But um, his passion was to actually try to do something for those those people. Wow. What a great person. I mean, it's one thing to see something and think, oh, that needs to be changed. It's another thing to do it. So, you know, uh, what a champion. That's wonderful that he did that. So just so I understand this, you have damaged muscles that still emit electrical pulses. Um, yeah, that's right. 
Okay. I- explain how that would work for people with disabilities. Yeah. So, so you might be dealing with a condition, for example, like ALS, where where the muscles are damaged because of the particular the condition, but there is still aspects of of the person's body, whether it be a bicep, whether it be um, a forearm or a leg, um, somewhere where there is still a minute amount of electricity to be able to be sent to that muscle. You may not even see that muscle moving, but there's enough power going to that muscle that we can pick up an intent. And it's simply, um, if you can think about moving your finger, even if you can't physically do it, we may be able to pick up that intent and we simply use that thought to communicate that wirelessly across to a computer so that you can control speech. Wow. I mean, that is so amazing. Um, when, when, did, uh, when did the company control Bionics? When were you first founded? When, when was the company yeah. started? The, the first iteration of the company was 2006 when we started doing a lot of R&D in terms of the core, the core technology. And we sort of were doing that right through until uh, the beginning of 2017 when we launched the Neuronode, which is a wireless wearable device. And we took it from being quite a bulky original item, as you imagine lots of original technology is. It has lots of wires hanging off it. It's big power sources, all that sort of stuff. And then we have reduced it down to the size of, you know, a a small two-inch diameter device that goes onto the body that can last up to 30 hours in terms of operational um, connection with a computer. So exciting and, times for us, really, in terms of being able to, you know, allow people that are severely locked in to be able to communicate. And <clears throat> what was the product when you first started? What was it uh, before this company came into being? Well, um, it, it was essentially based on the same technology, but it was a very robust, a very big and robust piece of equipment but it just wasn't user friendly and um, so now we have completely made it watch size essentially um, and now it goes on, to, on onto the body in, in a number of different ways you can attach it to your forearm you can attach it to your leg um, and you can combine it with um, a range of other things to be able to you know operate Spotify for example or to be able to um, send an email is all possible essentially by by thinking you want to move that particular muscle where the where the uh, device is attached and and as I said even if the muscle itself doesn't visibly move wow so amazing and we're going to talk more because I have a lot of questions about this right, right after break this is Joyce Bender America's voice where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Robert Wong. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. For those in leadership positions with corporations, governments, nonprofits, and educational institutions, please pay attention. Are you aware that 10 to 15% of your potential clients are unable to use your websites properly? At AudioEye, an advanced technology has been created that eliminates accessibility issues and levels the playing field for all. Make the Internet a meaningful resource for millions of more people. Go to AudioEye.com. More accessible, more usable, more people. Call on AudioEye today. Visit AudioEye.com. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back, everyone. We are talking to Mr. Robert Wong, who is the CEO of Control Bionics, about Control Bionics Corporation and what they are doing to, as he said, help people that are locked up, locked in, become free with this device. And that is certainly a great way of explaining it. Um, what I wanted to ask you is this product that, that you have, is this for different disabilities across the board? And could you give us some examples? Sure. So, so it, it, it the primary um, service for this product is someone who has difficulty um, speaking and often difficulty moving, and that's the sort of primary area, but specifically that in terms of um, conditions, it's, it's, it's for people like ALS, people like SMA, have SMA, CP, quadriplegia, um, or any sort of spinal injury uh, is where our product really comes into its own. So, for example, um, we had a... Uh, a young lady, um, seven-year-old girl in New York Education Department who has SMA. And she only has a small amount of movement in her right thumb, which she used to be able to drive her wheelchair with a microcontroller. And she had no other visible space. She wears a trach and really was looking at not being able to progress into third grade because she can't communicate. And uh, we were asked by the New York Education Department to come in and see whether we could help her. And um, I noticed a very, very small volitional twitch in her left arm on her forearm. And I was able to place the device on her forearm. And unbelievably, within 15 minutes, she was able to communicate. She was able to say her first word, and, and, and that was Maeve, and, and spell the word Maeve. And then, um, incredibly, with you know the assistive technologies person, the occupational therapist, the school teacher, um, and and her speech language pathologist, all in the room, you know, the seven-year-old girl spells, you know, can I have a baby sister and a puppy, as her first sentence. Oh my God! Oh, you know what? I can't even. I can't imagine being there. When this happened, I assume her family was there. No, they weren't, actually. It was incredible. And that's, that's the most amazing thing about this technology. You think, a little seven-year-old, what is she thinking about as she's rolling around the schoolyard with, with others? And what's really important to her? And what, what does she really want to say? And when she's given the first opportunity to do that, she does that. Well, I, I don't think her parents were that pleased with having another daughter. But anyway, <laughs> there you go. What, what what did what was her reaction when for the well, first she, time she was? I'm sorry. I go didn't ahead. Hear. What was her reaction when for the first time she was able to communicate verbally? Oh, she was absolutely um, elated to be able to say those things. Um, and it was just apparent through the whole room that, you know, her life had changed. And now, because we could do that, she was able to continue in her normal class with her normal classmates. So she wasn't going to be looking at, you know, having to go to a, to a special school and, you know, where she needed greater support to communicate. Because mentally with SMA, you know, she's, she's completely up to speed with all her all her. Um, all her, you know, brain functions. Okay, could you explain this again? Because I think this is absolutely, unbelievably wonderful. You saw a twitch in her arm. You put yep. the device there. Now, 
can you explain to me how what what happened then? I mean, from a medical well, standpoint, what happened then? Right. So she has to be able to to volitionally say that she wants to move that forearm. Okay. So she sends a signal for that. We then translate a positive signal through to the computer software, and the software handles um, turning that that intent into action based on what, how it's able to control the computer. So it's not sending her mind signals, it's a sending an intent to the computer, like very much like a mouse click, to a computer which integrates with software to be able to select a certain letter when she, when she um, twitches that muscle or to be able to select a certain word when she twitches that muscle. Wow. I mean, they, my... I have to ask you, why isn't this more well-known? Well, we're, ju- we're just growing, and um, we've just got our Medicare approval um, across the United States, and we've got now about 18 states with Medicaid funding all saying um, they'll be very happy to, to fund the product. And we've also had just recent great support from the veterans um, medical centres with return veterans with conditions like ALS, but it's um, it's it's just that we're young and we're growing, and um, we 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 need people to become aware of our product. Because I think this should be known everywhere. I mean, you know, there's millions of people with disabilities that this would be able to help. I I just can't believe this isn't more well known. Like that, I didn't know about it, for example. Or I was just at a uh, forum. I spoke at it, but there were different uh, neurologists and doctors there, and I never heard anyone talk about this. I, I mean, I just think that somehow you've got to get this news out everywhere because how will the person with a disability, how will they know to get this? How, how will they know? Yeah, there's certainly a lot of work that we've got to do now that we have the technology in a very easy, you know, form to be able to be used to um, to, to create that awareness. And certainly we've had, you know, great feedback on, and, and continuing to get great stories. We have a, a young quadriplegic boy who unfortunately had a diving accident and um, he's now... Um, was completely disrupted, disrupted from his school year, but is actually in a position where he's now being able to think about this spring going back to, to university. So there's things like that this technology is able to do. And most of the time when you think about a, you know, a person who's severely locked in, you think, well, how can they progress? How can they begin to contribute to society? Yet we're proving that we can, we can you know, get these people to be not only um, able to communicate, but actually be able to actively participate in, in a broad range of, of human activities. The young man with quadriplegia, what was yep. he able to do that he could not do before? Well, he was, his particular issue was that he had, he only was able to um, rock his neck back and forward a little bit on a traditional switch um, in a wheelchair where he could lean to one side and lean to the other side but it was taking a whole lot of effort for him to be able to do that and tiring him out whereas we're able to put the neuronode on um, just on the top of his hand where he had a small amount of muscle movement in his thumb and then he was able to um, pair it with his his iPhone and to this very day, like he, he texts me regularly on, on the phones, on, on my iPhone, because he can now engage with his, his peers. So it's amazing what we can do. You know what I love about this? Well, of course, it's just a great product. But I like that part that you said about the person now being able to participate because I'm all about employment this enables the person to be integrated into the workforce. And that is a major, major issue in the United States. And to me, I mean, this, this is also something that people should be talking about because of employment and just being involved in the world. Again, inclusion. You know, there are yeah. people that would think they can't do this. But with this product, yes, they can. I, I think that's really important 
you know, to stress the part that you just said about the person now being able to be participating in the world of work. Yeah, there's a very big difference to someone saying that, well, you know, they can survive, but we want people to thrive. And there's no reason with technology why that can't happen. And, you know, we've got numerous examples of, of, of that now in terms of people we've been able to help um, and, and give them complete function. Like we have a 22-year-old young lady who had a bacterial infection in her, in her spine and unfortunately um, lost the use of her, her body in terms of even breathing support. Um, but, but she can now actively um, go on social media with her device. She can read digital books. Uh, and one of her things was she wanted to, she wanted just to be able to read the Bible. Now you think about that as a right of someone um, that when you become disabled, those minimal things that we all take for granted get just taken away. Wow, isn't that amazing? Yeah, I, one thing I forgot to ask you: percentage-wise, is it more one disability than others that you have seen uh, use this product successfully? Well, we we traditionally seem to ALS tended to find us in terms of the major condition because you know we're dealing with people who really have virtually no movement at all, and that's where we've come from. Um, but now with the device and what we've been able to develop, we've been able to develop a whole raft of algorithms within the technology itself, and we now can um, can even take out. Um, activity. If we're dealing with someone with CP where we have a lot of spasticity or we have a lot of um, uncontrolled movement, we can tune the device to take out that movement and we can shift this paradigm from, you know, if, if a therapist is working with a CP patient to, you know, we want to try to teach you to reach out and touch this switch, um, we can actually turn around to them and say, tell us what you can do. And then we will make the technology fit what you can do. So it's a, it's a paradigm shift in, in even that part of the technology. Wow. Well, we're going to talk more about this. Before we go to break, what is, uh, Robert, what is your website? Sure Our website is www.controlbionics.com. Controlbionics.com. So if you're listening to the show... And you want someone else to hear this. Remember, the show is on demand from iTunes. You can go and listen again. And now you have a way of reaching Control Bionics. But right now, we're going to go to break. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Mr. Robert Wong. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. For those in leadership positions with corporations, governments, nonprofits, and educational institutions, please pay attention. Are you aware that 10 to 15% of your potential clients are unable to use your websites properly? At AudioEye, an advanced technology has been created that eliminates accessibility issues and levels the playing field for all. Make the Internet a meaningful resource for millions of more people. Go to AudioEye.com. More accessible, more usable, more people. Call on AudioEye today. Visit AudioEye.com. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. And welcome back, everyone. Wow, what an exciting show this is. This product that I didn't know about, and I'll bet many of you throughout the world did not know about, and it is so exciting. Uh, NeuroSwitch is just really an opportunity for freedom that's how i look at it it's an opportunity for freedom and i help you tell everyone about it after you listen to this show um so i wanted to ask you how is this different i had asked you earlier from other various communication devices but for example like eye gaze how how would this be different sure so, so the gold standard in in severe um, communication devices for, for many years has, has been eye gaze. And whilst it is a fantastic technology, uh, one of its big problems is that it's very fatiguing because the small muscles behind the eye have to focus on each letter and dwell for a period of time before you can select the item. And with our, with our product... We don't use that medium, so we use your eyes for feedback, and then we use the muscles of the body to make the selections on the computer. But we've just started recently, started integrating eye control with the neuronodes. So now when you look at the screen, you can look around and control the screen, but you don't have to have dwell. You can completely remove dwell, and a large percentage, we know that we can increase speed of, of the traditional eye gaze control unit and also dramatically decrease, decrease fatigue. And for those people who, you know, with a, a particularly difficult eye condition, you can use the device, you know, without, without eye gaze or without control by itself as a pure device integrating with the computer. So very, very flexible. Now, if with this device... Can you have small movement? For example, let's say you only had movement in one finger, whatever it would be. Yep. With this, you could still use this, correct? Yep. If you can see a muscle, we use this definition. If we can see a muscle moving, then we've got more than enough power to be able to um, to use the device to create a, create a, a communication vehicle. So that's our sort of base measure. And a lot of speech language pathologists look around and they say, well, I never even look for that minute movement because it's unusable. But now a lot of our um, SLPs and particularly therapists are starting to, you know, use muscle therapy at a micro level um, just so that a person can get used to using a neuronode. It's amazing. Well, wow, that, that is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, that's, that's great. It's, it's just moved it. This technology has just moved all of this to a new level and new opportunities. So, so many people with disabilities. So, okay, I'm listening to the show and I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, I want this. This is what I want. How would someone get this product? Well, it's, a, it's a very simple process. We, we operate um, via, via our website, www.controlbionics.com, um, and you simply need to fill in a form there or, or ring the number that's, that's on, the, on the website there to contact us. We do a free visual assessment. So we do a video call with a person um, to figure out whether we think their body, their particular condition, whether it's ALS, whether it's SMA, whether it's quadriplegia um, or CP, whether we think our technology can help them. And if we do, um, we send out um, a trial of the product where we send everything to you and uh, the users get to to try that for over a period of five days or so. 
then what? If you well, if the product what? if the product works for them, then 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 we can simply they can purchase the product from us, or if they have funding through Medicare or Medicaid um, or private funding, then we can arrange for uh, for that to work with their particular funding provider to be able to purchase the product. Now, is this affordable to someone that doesn't have a lot of means? Well, like they're not. It, a, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, it's it's it, in terms of a, a product, it's usually cheaper um, and less expensive than an eye gaze system. Um, and when you combine it, even without, we now supply an eye control system and as, as an adjunct to the Neuronode. And we think the both products together certainly provide users with a very very affordable option. Oh, that's great. And as you said. You're going through different states so that you could use Medicare for this product. Correct. That's right. <clears throat> now, what if what about if you have insurance? You work for, you know, in the United States. You have insurance with a company, would they cover something like this? Yes, um, we are working through that process at the moment. We're still growing, um, and we're on a case by case basis. We are going in, into bat with the insurance companies on these things, and most of the time, they look at this product and see what it's doing for people. And generally, we're having great success at being able to, you know, get the product into the hands of people. And what do you do? You go meet with uh, the executive management at the insurance company, or how does yeah? That work? Well, there's a process. The process of going to meet the meet the insurance companies and to present our product. Um, like for example, at the moment we are we are expanding into Canada, and we're going through the process of meeting with the various bodies um, and medical providers in Canada to present the product and to gain approval as a as a funded item. In, uh, in Canada, for example. So we do the same thing. You know, whenever we come across uh, someone who has a different funding vehicle, we go and talk to those people about the product and its value proposition. Do you, is most of this being sold in Australia or? Uh... To be honest, uh, it's it, most, we, do, we sell a, a lot in Australia with the current NDIS system, insurance system in, in Australia. But um, I would say at the moment, uh, the majority of our volume sales are certainly coming through through the United States at this stage. Oh, that's great. So, I mean, yeah. for us, that's great. But I hope everyone throughout the world, you know, gets access uh, with this. Have you worked with uh, any of the organization like uh, Center for Disease Control yeah. or – yes? Well, we're still still growing as a company, but we've had had very good success working with the ALS organisation in in the United States. And in fact, in DC next week, we're, we're holding a two day um, seminar in in combination with the ALS organisation in Washington DC on Thursday, Friday next week. Now, so the answer to that is we're starting to work with with those type of people. Okay, so what would this do for someone with Parkinson's? Well, that's an interesting thing. Um, we know that um, Parkinson's, um, our device is able to manage tremor, which is one of the key issues with people with Parkinson's, um, where, you know, you can't touch a keyboard because you've, you've got tremor, um, and that makes it impossible to be able to make a selection, whereas our device, we can, we can sensitise the, the device to take out tremor um, and be able to give the person control um, Above the above the tremor that they have in their body, and still be able to, to send a very very uh, accurate intent to the computer, and we've had great success with that. But to be honest, in terms of mo a lot of Parkinson's people, a lot of Parkinson's people can still speak. Um, not not in all cases, but you know most of the time that would you know mean that our device is just not needed, and that's one of the other things that we hold very dear to our our philosophy is that. You know, we have to be comfortable that our product is the right product for them. We realise that these things aren't cheap and um, that resources of anyone who has a disability are finite and we have to be very sure that our product is going to suit them, not just at the short stage, but actually for their long term. Yeah, so I would guess then this could be so many dif disabilities because, first of all, 
as you said, quadriplegia, but you could have autism and not be able to speak. You know, you could, of course, cerebral palsy and so many uh, epilepsy. You could have had an injury, you know, traumatic brain injury where you are not able to speak. So, you know, that's why I ask you, how are you getting this news out? And are you somehow also making this known to doctors, neurologists? We, we're, we're building our team at the minute in terms of going out and making sure primarily it's speech language pathologists who need to be aware of this product. But it's, to be honest, Joyce, it's, it's having the opportunity to, to be on programs like yours to be able to um, tell people about the product. Well, as I said before, if you're listening to the show and you're thinking, oh, my goodness, I have a family member or a friend uh, or, or a parent that would be so interested in this for their child, remember, when the show is done, it's not done. You can go on demand, you can go to iTunes, you can go to my website, and you can hear the show. But you can go to iTunes, get the, uh, the pod, and then put it somewhere else or let someone else hear it. You can do so much, so many ways, but make sure you tell someone else that they can still listen to the show. And with that, we're going to get ready to go to break. This is so exciting. We are talking to the CEO of Control Bionics, Robert Wong, and this is just a revolutionary and innovative product that I hope you tell everyone about. This is Joyce Bender on Disability Matters. We'll be right back after break. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. For those in leadership positions with corporations, governments, nonprofits, and educational institutions, please pay attention. Are you aware that 10 to 15% of your potential clients are unable to use your websites properly? At AudioEye, an advanced technology has been created that eliminates accessibility issues and levels the playing field for all. Make the Internet a meaningful resource for millions of more people. Go to AudioEye.com. More accessible, more usable, more people. Call on AudioEye today. Visit AudioEye.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Welcome back, everyone. What an exciting show this has been. We've been talking to Robert Wong, the CEO of Control Bionics. I mean, you've got to tell everyone you know to go listen to this show, you know, go to BenderConsult.com, go to iTunes, but you've got to spread this news so that we can help more people living with disabilities. I know that you provided assistance to Stephen Hawking's, which is so, so amazing. So how did that happen? It's a terrific part of our development story that uh, our founder, Peter Ford, um, had the opportunity to have our, our core original idea 
um, vetted and commented on by Stephen Hawking over a number of years. So um, we we had great success, and Peter had spent a number of a, a number of visits at Cambridge with uh, with Stephen Hawking. In and also when Stephen Hawking came to Texas, um, he invited Peter to come and demonstrate his his technology to him. Um, and he famously said the words, um, I often, I'm often mistaken for being called uh, Stephen Hawking as a result of being able to communicate with our device. Although not the device, but sorry, the original technology. We're quite funny <laughs> in his traditional style. So, so Stephen... So yeah. exciting. So Stephen actually never physically used our product. He, had, he was very, very happy with his current product, which was an infrared-based device which a lot of people know um, which he operated via his cheek Um, but he was terrific in terms of you know fundamental comments on what the core technology would ultimately have to do and um, you know was was very blunt often in early days about the the technology and where we were going but it really did provide us and our founders with the real vision that we could do something with this and that's where we we get to today. Well one of the Smartest men in the world, ever. Absolutely. Looking at your product, how exciting that is. So then he did see the final product, obviously. Uh, he didn't see, see the final product, unfortunately, um, because you know of, of his condition. But um, certainly was instrumental in guiding us on you know the different things that we needed to address with the core technology when 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 he was looking at it. Yeah, and if you go to Control Bionics website, controlbionics.com, you can see that and, you know, read more about it, the part with Stephen. I saw that. That's how I saw it. I saw it on your your, your website. Um, So I want to ask you, what of everything you've talked about since you got involved, what had the biggest impact on you? I, honestly, Joyce, it's when you see someone like Maeve turn around and say those sorts of phrases from the very first time, can I have a baby sister and a puppy? And you turn around and see that sort of response. Um, that is the most incredible joy. Um, I had a woman uh, the other day with a with a, a, a young daughter who unfortunately was, was had a, a massive car accident where she was a pedestrian and hit the car. Um, and her mother hasn't been able to find an effective device for her daughter to be able to communicate. Um, she is trialling the product at the moment, um, and I just spoke to her mother the other day, and she said, I don't want to send the unit back because I don't want to take the unit away from my daughter. So, inspiring stuff. It's seeing something like that. And, and you work with people of all ages, correct? Yeah, absolutely. We we work with people who are in their sixties and seventies, um, right through to uh, to literally, you know, four year olds um, with CP and SMA. What would you say over the past year has been the greatest accomplishment at Control Bionics? Well, I, I think the the greatest accomplishment of the product uh, really has been that we have been able to grow and we have been able to convince Medicare that this product should be available to the vast amount of uh, American people who have disabilities. And that's probably been our biggest hurdle that we had to overcome because there's no point in having such a great product if, you know, no one can afford it. And really doesn't matter what the price of the article is, you know, if, if it's not being assisted and funded um, by, by Medicare and, and these families, it's just often just not an option. And that's been one of the big things that has really allowed us to get to a position of being able to, we think, you know, help hundreds of people, you know, in the, in the coming year. And what is uh, your goal for 2019? Well, our, our primary goal is to, is to make sure that, we reach every single state of the United States and make sure that there is at least, you know, one neuronode device in in every state of the United States is what we want to have. Uh, that is a great, great 
goal, and I hope that that happens. Um, before we end the show today, a couple last questions. One is anyone listening to the show, I guess the way they could help you the most is to tell other people about it. Absolutely. That would be the, 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 the best thing and, and ask their, their speech language pathologist or their clinician um, about the product and to get in contact with us. Absolutely. <clears throat> and is there a national organization you work with with the speech pathologist? Well, we, we work with a lot of different associ- different association groups um, throughout throughout the the country, whether it's the Muscular Dystrophy Association um, or the um, the ALS organisation. We were in touch with with many of those organisations, and certainly um, the Speech Language Pathologist Association is 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 a big partner of ours. And here in the United States, do you present at conferences or, you know, how, how would someone listening to the show know in the United States where they could go see a demo or, you know, see yep. this in use or go to a, how would they know? Well, we, we just recently um, launched this year at the um, ATIA, which is the Assistive Technology Industry Association Conference in Orlando. And we had a fantastic response to people and people coming up to us and saying the combination of our Neuronode product with with an eye control system where you don't have to dwell is in fact a game changer for a lot of people who are struggling with both. Um, but if it's closing the gap coming up later this year, um, you can expect to see us. But probably still, the best way to contact us is to visit that website, controlbionics.com, and we will make a commitment, no matter how difficult, to be able to um, speak with you directly if you know someone who you think might need our device. Well, thank you. And listen, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you very much, Joyce. It's been an absolute pleasure, and thank you very much for, for your program. I really appreciate it. Oh, well, you know, we're, we're going to spread the news because this is such an absolutely wonderful product. And I think we end every show with a quote, and I think the quote today really fits what Peter Ford started and what he can't do with all of you, and you, uh, Robert, included. Never doubt, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed people can change the world. Indeed, it is the only thing that ever has said Margaret Mead. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at Voice America. Talk to you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.